Hey, what's going on? It is episode 214 of the Him and Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. The problem is, is every time I pick a song lately, it's it's so you got to find the right time to pot it down. And it's like it's getting longer and longer. So I went away from our theme song that we had for many, many years uh, because it just got stale to me. And I thought the production quality of it wasn't that great. Um, so Maybe instead of reproducing it, I just decided to to uh to do some different stuff like in the beginning of the year my idea was hey i'm gonna go and promote a lot of local chicago bands and try to get some reciprocation like hey we're gonna put your music on here and then maybe you would shout out the podcast and this and that and the other thing it was completely one-sided so i i jumped ship on that i gotta be yeah. honest with you i'm yeah. fickle yeah there's a lot of selfish lovers out there you know without a doubt we there's found no many many in our in our travels except for michael rapport he gave and gave if that's not a fucking metaphor for life, he, I, I th- yeah, I wonder if we if we grabbed him again, if we if we shot him another line, if he would do I don't another. Know right uh, now, man, he's pretty busy now. I, like, I, we, he had like I honestly of... don't want anything to do with him anymore. So I, I love that. I, yeah, dude I know, still. but it's just it's it's gone way too far. Had, I, I don't care about his politics. He's the guy is obnoxious. Like I, oh, I remember yeah, when no, his podcast first came either. out, and I was like, oh my god, Michael Rappaport's gonna have a podcast and. You know, we jumped right up. We got in at the right time before he really had any listeners. And he was like, I'm doing this podcasting thing. Can't hurt to to uh, to advertise everywhere I can and, and get my uh, my voice heard everywhere. So we took advantage of that opportunity. But uh, yeah. yeah, we got in early on that. He blew up. We're still we're still hanging back. Uh, yeah. well, whatever. Well, you should just start every um, you should just start every episode with transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie because it takes about a minute and a half for anything to really. For him to start singing, so well, there you go. Plus, we, I'll like start crying. We went from talking about Seinfeld for many, many podcasts and wrote to you bringing up transatlanticism mm-hmm. for this is probably the fifth episode in a row that you've managed to wedge it on in there. It's almost well, like it's, you get paid every time you. Bring well, it's it up. not that I'm wedging it; it's I'm listening to it every single day. Still, so, yeah. You so told me you transitioned off of it, dude. I stopped for like four days, and then it came on, and it, it was came like, on where. Like, my, oh, in your my, mix. I played like a playlist and it came on anyways. I'm like, you definitely don't listen to And I was like, radio. well, this afternoon's ruined. <laughs> so I was like, I just let, like, I was grilling out and it came on and I just left everything on the grill and, sh- and I just shut the lid on and walked away. And I was like, this is burnt. You should just put your head right in there. I was like, fuck this food, man. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. <laughs> it's just like a hole just the size of my neck and mm-hmm. put it in. Yeah. What a way to shrink go. your head a little bit. What a way to go. Talk about people that stopped doing stuff and then had to start doing stuff again. Um, my CBD, so I was doing CBD and I was taking it at night and then I was taking it in the morning. So like every 12 hours and then I stopped taking it in the morning cause I was like, man, it's not that cheap. Uh, so, and I want to, I want to savor it. And so it, it was doing good enough for me just to take it at nighttime until I found out that my wife was also taking CBD out of my bottle. And so now we're going through it twice as fast. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a less than selfish person. So I realized that, uh, it was more, she needed it more than I did. So yeah. the last couple of days I let her take what was left in the bottle while we were waiting to be rejuvenated for the third time. And, uh, you mean the third refill? Yes. Oh baby. And for the first time since I started taking it, I could not sleep last night. I could not, I'm dying right now. Are you addicted I was, like, to standing... right now? <laughs> no. Uh, but I am addicted to sleeping, and so that hasn't been in my life for many, many years. Okay. And so now, um, actually, here's the thing. I've said this many a time. In the upholstery industry, there are those like me who are on call. 
mm-hmm. which means my phone has to stay on 24 hours a day. Yeah. And in the days of social media, you know, you get these alerts and whatnot and people texting you or whatever. And people feel like, hey, if I text this guy in the middle of the night, I'm not calling him. So he'll just get it in the morning. You're never. Uh, well, well, most people turn their volume off. But yeah. I can't do that. Nighttime mode, man. Right. Yeah. But so, yeah. I can't do that. somebody needs a couch fix, they need a couch fix. So uh, last night my my alarm went off, or my, my phone went off like, I don't know, 125 or something like that. And it was just a, a well wish. And after that. Who well wishes at 125? I'm somebody who couldn't get around to well wishing until 125. I'm drinking. Well, either yeah. way, uh, I woke up, I shot out of bed, and... That was it for me for the rest of the day. So about from about one twenty five until about three a.m., I started thinking about uh, podcasting and what I was going to podcast. And then I remembered that in the morning I had to, I'm going to get up and take a shower, and I'm not going to be able to get any. I wanted to maybe try to fall back asleep at some point, so I decided at three in the morning or at one, yeah, three in the morning to take a shower. In order to make myself tired again, that didn't help out. Okay. Now, when you started taking CBD oil, I remember one of the the big perks or positive things about it was that you were like, "I'm usually a guy that worries and I think about stuff I have to do all day." Absolutely. And I stopped doing that. You became like the guy from Office Space mm. who would bring a fish into his cubicle. Right. Are you saying that you slowed down the CBD oil and now your worries have resumed? Yes, 100%. So I took a shower and uh, then I was wide awake. And so I wrote down, I grabbed my podcast notebook and I said, well, Ben's not here, so I'm not going to podcast by myself. But I just started writing things down in my podcast notebook. I like that. And I said, okay, well, these are some things I'm going to talk about. And I'm like, man... I don't know what order I'm going to... And so just random terms. Again, you know how like you mm-hmm. open your phone and you're like, wait, what was what, what that supposed right. to mean? Uh, so I got a little crazy, but... Um, so like Perfect World, though, you find a way without CBD oil to tell your brain to chill out. When? Always. Before CBD oil? No, Perfect World, like CBD, CBD oil is enabling you to... Uh, care less about things and be less anxious. But perfect right. world, you train your brain to be less anxious, right? You should. I like to think that's possible. It, so, I, again, the way you posed that was not really a question. It was sort of a statement that you rose your inflection at the end. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I was kind of confused. Okay. You're saying in the perfect world, a person should be able to figure out a way without CBD to train your brain to be less anxious about that. Yeah. Doesn't With mean doesn't mean don't use CBD oil if yoga you have it, but I'm saying meditation. You, yeah, meditation. Yeah, different stuff. Yeah. But if you I'm I'll gonna, come meditate with you. I'll sit right behind you and I'll whisper it to you. So my other methodology prior to CBD was listening to this, which is a sound effect that I have while I sleep as you hear. It ha- it's a mixture of uh, monks chanting, city uh, a city life and a rainstorm. Um, See, I had and, a I had a sexual experience with monks chanting <laughs> once, so I can't sleep when that happens. Well, I wasn't able to sleep, and then I was like, "Well, I'm going to put on some music." So I put on some music, and I was like, "Well, that's not going to help me any because now I'm now I'm completely awake 
and wanting to listen to this whole record. I won't even tell you what happens when I listen to Jodeci. <laughs> yeah, thanks. thanks. <laughs> okay. So my I'll, other, I'll show you. My other option was to come downstairs and write in my notebook, and then I have like one of these faux fireplaces that makes like a like a, a nice little humming noise. Yeah, that's nice. And then I put a blanket over my head because the <laughs> light comes shining in in the morning. <laughs> Dude. And eventually, I fell asleep at some point in time, but. Oh, before that, I after I got out of the shower, I found the CBD oil, and I took the last drop of it. And okay. so within about 45 minutes, I was sleeping. Dude, that's great. Now, what about like what about something boring? Like, what about watching like a documentary that you know is slow or listening to something that is dry, you know? I don't know. It's just not how my brain works. Like, I feel like when, I'm getting, when I get inspired, a long time ago, you said artists have to art. Now, yeah. I'm not saying I'm an artist, but I do have that same mindset to where... You know in the movies where a detective who's working a case all of a sudden shoots up in a cold sweat out of his bed and is like, oh, my God. And yeah. then he runs off to work, puts his top hat on, heads out the door. Yeah. and Like Sir he, Davos yeah. did when Princess Shireen was teaching him to read and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. I have that happen, but it's never anything of any consequence. Your it's col- always something Columbo stupid. Moment. <laughs> it's always It's always something stupid where I go, oh, my God. And I'll tell you, a perfect example is That's I go, awesome. I sat up and I went. What about they remake the movie The Crow, but it's about a Jewish lady played by the chick who was Janice on Friends, and she has that crow-like voice. Who on Friends? Janice, Chandler's girlfriend. Okay. And they call her The Crow because she has that crow-like voice, and she has a crow-like physique. Shrill crow. And But she doesn't really do anything. She's just crowy. And then, just, I, then just... I thought to myself, I laughed for a little bit, mm. and then I just went, well, I really don't know where I would go with it, but I have something. And then I woke up. Then, then my child was waking me, pulling a blanket off my head this morning. Yo, dude, my man, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you two? Your bad idea awoke the house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so happened. Yeah, the CBD knocked me right out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did have this thought, too, the other day. Have you ever, you've gone to training for the upholstery business, as have I. Watching a PowerPoint mm. on fabric and whatnot, watching a PowerPoint Scotch guarding. On Scotch guarding, especially Scotch guarding. Um, there is no more sure way that my eyelids will get super heavy. Like, there's something within uh the the makeup of a PowerPoint. So I actually had this idea. I said, I can never stay awake when a PowerPoint is on. <laughs> it never. I mean I well I can, but like it's like a fight. I'm going like ugh. Because uh, people never talk excited in a PowerPoint. It's always sounds like slow. you're wrapping up newspaper, and you're light. You you're, you're have your bic lighter, and you're starting the kindling for a benovation here. Yeah, yeah, a little. Well, it's it's yeah. I'm not sure. I gotta flesh it out. But I thought, what about a series of powerpoints about intentionally boring things? And that will put you to That's sleep. That's your white noise. It's a visual white noise rather than an audio. Well, it has to be both. Like you have to have some guy going, okay, and then there's the settings. Click on the settings and drag down, drag down on your, on your, what, like, you know, because like they when, talk about a computer. So it'd be like, drag down this. If you want to change the color of the background or the font, you just pull down here. There's Helvetica. And you do that for three minutes, dude. CBD oil or no, I'd I'm lo- probably done. I'd so. love to shit on your point here. Uh-huh. I feel like when it's something that boring, you're just going to change the channel because I know I've sat in front of the television. If it's, I think it's, if it's something that's mildly entertaining, but you turn the volume low enough, that's so, when it's going to work. A western, so westerns how, always like, but I'm yeah, not, I'm yeah. talking about spaghetti westerns. 
Like John yeah, Wayne old, old level. Westerns. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like Rio or, Bravo and whatnot. Or uh, Kung Fu Theater. You put Stuff you'd watch on a Sunday afternoon midwinter with you your dad. You put on a war wagon. War wagon or support your local sheriff or something like that. Mm. But here's what I'm saying. Magnificent Seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what about PowerPoints about things that you are interested in? So it's like, okay, like people love comic book movies and, and stuff, right? So have a PowerPoint thing about comic books. So be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do like Thor. He's got that helmet. He used to have the helmet with the wings on it. But then it, that, that didn't look cool on screen. So then he just had a normal dude with muscles and his handsome. Then they cut his hair because they thought that long hair. Like, And as they go through five or six slides, you're out. Because you think you're listening to Thor. But what you're really doing is being lulled into sweet, sweet slumber. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, but I want to shit on your point here. Well, well, well you know, <laughs> yeah, we right. can tweak we it. We got to get there, but we can tweak it. I just feel like, and this is this must be specifically me because that probably would work for everybody else. I, I don't know what it. it I almost is your work ha- ethic so strong I, that you will stay awake. I almost ha- what. well, it was like last week or the week before we podcasted, and uh, for the people who don't know. Right now it's ten o'clock at night on a, on a work night. Yeah, man. So you know I get up at like you know five forty five every morning, and then you know we're done podcasting at eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. I'm getting sometimes. up in six hours from now. So the like last week or the week before, I I just stayed up after because I was like, man, we're gonna get this one out super late. So oh, I just stayed up baby. afterwards and and worked through the night. You know, yeah. And uh, that's not something I always want to do, but that was a CBD oil thing where I was just like, hey, man, I'll worry about, you know, I'll, I'll make it through work. It's a Friday. Yeah. Like, it's not the biggest deal in the world. I'm okay. more more worried about getting the podcast out. Okay. Well, but that the, doesn't really shit on my point, though. That No, you stopped me. Stuff. I was going to shit on your point. Oh, but okay. then you, you sort of derailed me or changed. Go uh, back to the defecating. I, I don't. I mean, you can't. You flesh it out, idea. and then we'll, then we'll get back to what it. What I'm but, saying is PowerPoints for sleep. Right. PowerPoints for sleep. Make sure your computer's not sitting on your lap because if the fan's not working properly, it could leave a third or second degree burn. Oh uh, no! Just well, it could if you have an old crumb bum one like me. Uh but if you just get like a one of those like uh they're like Apple two like a tablet oh. that is now like my Microsoft Surface Pro. Mm. It's a tablet. It's also a laptop, <laughs> something like that. A tab top. Yeah. Get something like that. It's just an idea. If 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 you run out of CBD oil again, I will send you a PowerPoint or something. Well, and you, I'll be like, dude, but seriously, like, tell me what happens at the end. You remember, and if this if this isn't an advertisement for CBD, I don't know what is. You remember, uh, probably last year when the local two one nine guys. There's this company called Local Two One Nine, and they do podcasting and they do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, still not really sure what else they do. Anyway, uh. Back when they first were announcing, like, hey, we're, like, launching this company. It's not just going to be about podcasts. We're actually going to, like, bring on employees, and we have an office space, and we're going to have this big party, and, like, we're going to do this thing, and we're quitting our normal jobs, and we're going to run with this. If you guys remember, anybody who was listening, I did not know who these people were. I just knew them because they were fellow podcasters, and I I just knew that they existed. And I'd seen Alan around town at different events, Mm -hmm. and he is the... uh, He's the head honcho over there. Yeah, he's the man behind the plane. So he was the face of the company, and he was, the according to Alan, was his podcast and, and whatnot. And I got so anxious. And again, I did not know this person. It had, I had no skin in the game at all. That I texted this. I got a hold of him on social media, and I said, listen, I know you don't know me, but can I get your phone number? I need to speak to you. 
And he gave me his phone number and I called, I was, I have to admit I had like five or six cups of coffee at the time, Mm -hmm. but I called him and I told him pretty much, this is a huge mistake. You just had a baby. I heard you talking about on the podcast. (laughs) You're recently married. You're going to lose everything. Go back. And he's like, ha ha, you know, no man, it's cool. You know, I got it. Everything. And I, Clearly, it's it's working out because they're still they're still up and running and and, and doing okay, great. You were nervous for him, but I was like, I don't know you, but I feel like you're making a huge mistake, and I can't let you do this. I I will feel terrible if I didn't call you and tell you. Okay. Did you you thought you're doing him a favor? Yeah, I thought I was doing. But again, that's my neuroses. You know, that is the thing where it's like I'm not only so anxious about myself. I see someone else doing something that I think is going to be detrimental, or uh, missing an opportunity, and I go, Hey, why aren't you doing this? Same with, you know, you, small you town You let me coffee. drive my life into the gutter. I mean, what's, <laughs> well, you're I'm, I'm standing right here. You could clearly tell me what to do. Uh, a lot of these these people that I got into in the coffee, you know, as soon as I started drinking coffee, I started reaching out to all these coffee people. I'm like, hey, how about you should do this or how about this? And they're just like, yeah, thanks. But no, no, thanks. We got it. Like, and no, again, all of them are still flourishing without my ideas. This, so This might all come from like some confidence that you have that I don't know where it comes from or something. Well- with that, I have I have to take you back to you watch me skirt happiness at every corner. I, I have to take you back to the, I want to say the winter of nineteen ninety one. Let's say oh. ninety ninety one, something like that. I'm oh. in high school uh, as a freshman. Okay, and I well let me let me let me get, let me I'll get back to this. So the other night, just like I did to Alan. Um, I follow a Facebook page for a band called Psycho Reggae. Okay. So Psycho Reggae was a band. Now I'll go forward. Back in, in, in when I first was a fresh when I was a freshman in high school. Ninety one. Ninety one. I had not really. I had a. I was playing with other people as far as you know mu- music, but I was not in a band yet, or we were forming a band, but nothing. You know, we hadn't played out. Nothing like that. So. Uh, some of the older guys that were that I had met through high school that were like skateboard kids or whatnot were like, hey, we're going to go see this band Psycho Reggae. And they drove me, I don't know how my mom let this happen, disappeared somehow, whatever, with a bunch of older kids that she didn't know. And we went out to the South Haven Community Center. Now, I still don't know where South Haven is right now. I think it's somewhere near Portage, Chesterton yeah. area. No, it's in, it's in between. Um, it's in between. It's just east of Portage. Okay. So at I get to this place because there's a band of uh, of guys that go to my high school that are playing there with this band Psycho Reggae. That's where McCool's was. Was they were they playing at McCool's? No, they're playing at the South Haven Community Center. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That's that's where that's where Vince Neil got his guitar stolen from oh. McCool's. Yeah. So they uh, I go to see this band I Sharko, which are guys that go to my high school. I Sharko. I Sharko is the name of this band, and they are an opening act. And there's another. There's I still remember it. I probably have the flyer somewhere. A band called Tree Frog, a band called Truck Driver, uh, Ice Sharko, and then this band Psycho Reggae. And I remember seeing kids around school and the group of people I hung out with wearing Psycho Reggae t-shirts. And I was like, what's Psycho Reggae? Like, I don't care about reggae. You're like, at least they're not named Ice Sharko. (laughs) Never asked about it. Didn't care what kind of music it was. Had not heard it. But this was... So I went there and this band is playing and it's... uh, I, I wouldn't say... None of these bands were necessarily... I wouldn't consider them like hardcore punk rock music but it was definitely that feeling it was just you know this is bands playing their own music real fast a lot of yelling none of that it was just i mean a lot of what? just just good rock music it was just a rock show no, no it was just a rock show 
So I, I wouldn't classify. I don't know. I guess you slow. I guess you consider this alternative. I, I don't think it was. I wouldn't even say it was punk rock. It was just oh, okay. these guys were like, hey, the, we're going to support this group of friends that we have that go to our school, and they were definitely not a punk rock group. They're just like a rock and roll group, whatever. Cool. So the drummer, I, I'll never forget, man. I stood there, and this is one of those, uh, you know, Wayne's World Dreamweaver moments where I, <laughs> I can I can remember where I was I the like first that. time I heard this band. And I remember looking at the drummer, this guy Dave, and he not only played the drums in this band, but he was also the vocalist, which I was like, you don't see that very often. I'd never seen it in real life. It was a good idea in this case. But not only did he play drums, but he also had bongos on it. Like he, you know, like bongo shoots on his drums. Got it. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. Got it, yeah. But it was something I had never seen. This guy had this amazing drum set. He was singing, and he was like the focal point of this band. For a live show, you have no front man. I'm, I'm telling you. You have no interaction. It, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Again, you got to remember, this is uh, this is the first show I ever went to without parents or without any adults. I'm not saying it didn't rule. I'm just oh, yeah. saying, okay. in my experience, when the, when the drummer is the singer, it's like, even if they sound great, I go, but but there's nobody here to hang out with in, in the front. You know well, I, mean? I guess you just got to be that much better. Yeah. So I saw all these bands, and I saw this band, and I immediately was like, I need to get a, a Psycho Reggae t-shirt. Where can I get one? And I remember at the time, I had snuck out. My or my parents didn't know I went. I had no money, couldn't buy a t-shirt, and none of my friends. My friends were probably like, hey, if you have money, it'll be going to our gas, and then you'll be buying us food for driving this concert. Why was it unheard of that you'd go to South Haven and see music? Um, I don't know. My parents weren't, weren't, weren't very big into me leaving with people 16 you know i was like 14 or whatever and these are kids who could drive that my parents didn't know and they were driving me to some yeah. far off place to where my parents didn't know and hanging out with a bunch of older kids it reminds so, me of the time i went to a kegger when i was a freshman and i passed out on, on chris buckler's well, lawnmower go. there you go at least yeah. it wasn't it was on it that was an infamous it. night of a few different things boy, <laughs> well oh boy so i never got this t-shirt and, and that's that's where we we fast forward all the way Dang back it. to 2019 <laughs> so i'm you? not on cbd oil I am on Facebook, and bam, the Psycho Reggae page, which I followed years and years ago, which somebody made, and uh, yeah, I followed it. They don't really do anything with the page, so it never comes up in my timeline. There's just, and, and I'm I forget that I have it's it. in that format, like not MySpace or whatever. You know? Well, they had one of those, but since that left and was gone away, yeah, right somebody on. made a Facebook. Cool. So all of a sudden, this Psycho Reggae shirt shows up in my timeline, and I'm like, wait a second. That's the shirt I wanted. And basically, the on that page, they were saying, hey- this was a shirt we had made Bro, like a long time ago. This is your Air Hirachi. It is my Air Hirachi. This You're right about this. This is your Air Hirachi. So I immediately uh, put on the thing, hey, I want one of those t-shirts. I put that in the comments. Now, if and it costs $130, it's the exact same thing. I get the message from the Facebook page saying, hey, sorry, man, don't have any of the t-shirts. This is just like a, an old shirt that we had, like a picture of the shirt we had or whatever. This is a friend of mine who was an artist, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, Don't have it. the shirts. And I said, well- let me do let, let me let me sell you on this. I know a guy I will make the t-shirts. I will do it for nothing and I will give you all the profits and I will sell these t-shirts. I will go to the masses with these t-shirts. And I also said uh, Okay, now I get why you're sending links to Psycho Reagan. Yeah. Okay. So so what I did was so I get a response back, "Hey, thanks, cool. You know, what's the deal with that? You know, blah 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 blah." And this person's also saying, I'm considering, you know, I was considering making some shirts. That's not a bad idea. I thought about it in the past. And I also said, and I'm also looking, where can I find this, uh, the CD? I used to have the tape. I had an audio cassette tape that I played 
the shit out of. And then when I ruined it and, you know, eventually right ran through, somebody else made me a copy. And for it's this tape that's followed me since then. Like every couple years, I'll forget I have it. I'll find it and I'll listen to it ad nauseum for six months. Now they're clearly not playing anymore. No, 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 no. The band so, broke up in 92. So why... Why are you offering to make shirts and promote and market and I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and sell. Because I want one shirt. And fabricate a band that is not formed. Because I'm a nostalgic SOB. Yeah, but well, and it's important sure to me. Are, but, it's important to me. But why not just get a shirt made for you? How? How can I do that? Why push, they have the why push that on your friends? First of all, like even okay, say you push this on us, and I was like, dude, this is a great band. Can, how can I hear them? You're like, you can't. Like, oh, awesome. Can oh, we mean, go see them? No, you if can't. You gotta, if somebody was going to sell you a vintage ACDC shirt, you'd be like, sweet. I, I, it's a cool-ass shirt, and it if reminds me of a band I love. the same thing, we're going to have just, trouble moving I'm forward. I'm just telling you, <laughs> that my mindset at the time is because, partly because I'm not on C, on the CBD. I think you got a motor in you and, you, and you, and you, and you go, and that's a good thing. <laughs> but, 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 but what I'm saying is, like, say you were to convince everybody about Psycho Reggae, what do they then do with those feelings about this band that they cannot enjoy? Well, you never know. Maybe that band goes, there's a market for us again. <laughs> We're back. back together? I don't know. You're trying to force a reunion. I don't know. <laughs> this band. I don't know. All yeah. I can tell you is is I've, I've created a friendship like I do all the time with these. You, dude, who am I not friends with? Since you've known me and, and mm. since I floated in the float tank, life, life is different for me. You're welcome. Um, well, it wasn't your tank. I mean, you just you went first, and then I went because I you suggested went. it, and I bought you a thing. So yeah, you floated sixty, I floated sixty-one, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but anyway, with Gloria, that being said, Gloria would disagree. With I that. reached out, and I was like, "I will do this for free. Please let me do it." And, and he's like, "Okay, hold on a second. Uh, I'll let you know if I'm uh, that's something I'm interested in doing." And blah, oh, super nice. Yeah. Super supportive back and saying like, "Hey, I'm really glad you're into the music." And so then when he sent me a link to, to the MP3s, because he said, "Hey, we never actually made a CD. We had an audio tape, but they, I have a link to all the MP3." Recording. Well, they they did, but it was a tape back then. So this is prior to this is like I said, eighty. I think the tape came out in I want to say eighty seven or eighty eight, oh, something man. like that. Maybe eighty. So they been like out for there. a couple of years when they were promoting. Right it. when I came on, they were at the. That was that was like the you know the farewell. I mean, dude, Appetite for Destruction came out in eighty seven or something. It right? did. It absolutely did. Oof. Look at right here. I have Some that written stiff down. Stiff competition. Nineteen eighty seven. Appetite for Destruction. It's the only thing I know about that Be- year. Because here, here's how crazy I am. I sat up last night and I went. When I think of monumental things that happened, when okay so people who like superhero movies love origin stories everyone has a good origin story sure yeah and if i was to make a movie about my life and i was to pick the music i would say that my my movie would open up on my sister listening to abracadabra by the steve miller band on her tiny record player that looked like a pair of uh, blue jeans it was denim it was the saddest movie i've already seen (laughs) and then and then uh i heard in 1987 so we jump ahead. There was other things that happened, but really okay. the next monumental thing is I hear Appetite for Destruction. Okay. And I go, mind blown. Okay. And then, I, as I told you before, I saw this video called Psycho Skate, the skateboarding video, and I heard of the, that's when I heard The Descendants, and I moved forward even more. And then in 91, I remember hearing, uh, before, I, before Psycho Reggae or after some point, uh, Helmet, unsung. And I was like, wow, forget Guns N' Roses. I like Helmet There's this. Helmet's pretty bad. When that record came out, I remember having it. And I listened, 
I just, I actually a CD. I was yeah. one of two CDs I owned. No, helmet makes me happy. I like those. The other one was a Circle Jerk CD. That was a shittier Circle Jerk CD. So the helmet one got a lot of play. Hell yeah. Um, but but this psycho reggae thing, it's followed me around forever. And it's like right. every every couple years, I refind it, I dig it out. But this was a sign, and it wasn't. I just wasn't on CBD. So, so my anxiety forced, was an all-time high. You forced high. yourself upon this band. I did. And Not what, upon the band, just upon the upon the singer slash drummer. You're like, dude, you guys should bring your stuff over to my basement. Well, he, I was like, what are you doing right now? He's like, I'm playing drums. <laughs> I'm going to go right out in the garage now, and like, play some drums. I go, dude, you remember you had the drums with the bongos? And he sent me a picture. He goes, yeah, still got them. Still, still got it. Still so, rocking them. And I thought to myself, they're putting this guy, they, his wife or whoever, society is putting him in a garage somewhere? What? Right. A bunch make, of cardboard yeah. boxes and he's in the back playing his drums? That's no good. Are you kidding me? This is Dave from Psycho Reggae. So I got a thought. That would be the f- that would be the perfect band to play the Game of Thrones series finale <laughs> party at your house. No. They will throw the pre-party bash them and the truckers and uh uh Isharko. Mhm. Yeah. Get them together, they start the party off. Well, let you, you're getting right. too far ahead. You're getting too far ahead. All I wanted is a t- this started you out dare with a to simple dream, t-shirt. I dare to dream too. In the end, I promise you, you will see me having a t-shirt so what's this gonna one way or me? another. Do, do I have to download this shit and buy? A no, shirt? it's free. I gave the the so the MP3s I, I, I sent you are free. It wouldn't work on my. And phone. I sent it. It doesn't work on your phone. You have to do it on a computer. Ah, that's, that's. I sent it to a bunch of people. Sorry, you know I hate to. to <laughs> that's the way it is. Okay, sure, sure. they didn't have to pay for it. I gave them this music because. I felt like everybody needed the to world hear it. should not. And everybody, besides Santos, which you know he was like, yeah, it's good, it's decent, it's decent. Which he listened, I he listened to. A, it, he listened to it on a computer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, I'm not doing it. Put it on well, my phone. <laughs> I will get. I I burned it onto a CD, so I'll give you a copy on a okay. CD so you can put it in your car. Okay. But well, I have one stuck in my CD. Player. Regardless, I just wanted to point out that there's a lot of stuff to unpack here. But the the biggest part is is that what's the take CBD came in the mail today, and uh, I stayed up all night, and I tried to track. Um, what... Stayed up all night. Well, yeah, I got up in the middle of the night, couldn't go back to sleep. Holy moly, dude! So then I decided to try to figure out my my movie music soundtrack. Now, what if you take CBD oil and then go float and realize that you hate psycho reggae <laughs> and their music, <laughs> especially their bongo drumming fella? I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, it's good oil. You never know. You never know. But, so, but, let me, but, I was but, gonna, but, but your timeline here, you made like a... Why well, did that... That was No, that was my timeline up until that. So then after that, you know, there's other bands that come in, into my life, but not you, too much. I usually you, stick around that same era. You truly... Have been affected by this oil. I'm looking at the shit you wrote down, and I'm looking at like how long it took you to try to explain what your thought pattern was for one night without oil. Uh, I'm gonna say just off that, that there's I don't know exactly what direction or how to promote it, but there is something to this oil. Yeah, for sure. There's certainly a uh, altering effect because I feel like you've been pretty altered. So for people like me who I try to explain, where like my brain is just so scattered, it's constantly firing off, firing off. And this just quiets it down. It doesn't AD, make you me. ADD, man. It doesn't make. Well, you know what? Whatever you want to call it, you're not yeah. a doctor. You're no. not a doctor. No, no. But it, I, we can smell our own. Well, I wanted to ask you at the end of all this, what? Uh, <laughs> okay. What? What? Is there any CDs, tapes, records, or whatever that have followed you around to like this for you? Where, 
Like you keep losing it, breaking it, but you've bought it several times. I, you like know, no matter what, like you find a way to get this music back. Now, obviously, there's streaming. So yeah, it's yeah. Able. This, this, this certainly was the case before streaming. Now, with Spotify, you have everything all the time, no matter what. Um, I know I bought Alice in Chains' Jar of Flies several times. I bought In Utero several times. Um, there's a few. I mean, there's certain. Albums that you would just get in different formats. I think I had Appetite for Destruction on CD tape, then CD. Okay, so but what makes something stand the test of time? Is it the nostalgia factor where you go like this? When I listen to this record, when I listen to this Naked Raygun record, I've told you this before, Descendants, Naked Raygun, uh, Psycho Reggae, The Damned, and this Jesus and Mary Chain Automatic, for whatever reason, those records can, can immediately put me back to being the age I was when I first oh, yeah. heard them. So, like, for instance, I listen to this Naked Ray Gun record, um, All Rise, and it, I can, I'm can i mowing the lawn in my parents' front yard immediately when I put my headphones on and close my eyes. The way it works with, with me is because I'm so extra and because I'm so dramatic, I tie, I tie music to, like, events. And so if it's, like, a sad event or an event I don't want to relive, then I don't mess with that music anymore. Or I do. Pur- you cast it away like a balloon into the sky. Yeah, yeah. Or I do purposely to to rip open that scab again. Mm-hmm. That's why I've listened to transatlanticism. There you go. Every day this year. <laughs> um, so there is stuff that's a genre, and that'll be like, like, dude, like I'll hear like Montel Jordan. I'll be like, yep, this freshman year at Morton High School. But there's certain albums that I, that I will tie to like a certain person or a certain time like like okay there was like this you're gonna laugh there's a corn album when i used to hang out at this flop house in hessville when everybody just partied all day and night there was a corn album that would get played that and kid rock <laughs> shocking right <laughs> shocking i'm not even saying i like them right. but i'm saying like you're not saying you don't though uh yeah what yeah make <laughs> neither here nor there. you guys can vote on that but like i associate that with those times so it's like it just is it's just attached you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. attached there. Um, but I think it's like, you got to be careful with the nostalgia stuff, man. You got to be, because. You, you realize if a DeLorean pulled up in my front yard right now and a crazy wild-eyed doctor popped out, I'd be like, let's do this. I think you would do it for in a Toyota Tercel. Yeah, we're right. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you got to be careful with the nostalgia stuff because. Nostalgia is good, and it's good to look at these memories and be like, oh, it's awesome, like there was some good times. But the only reason those times are good is because you were living in the now then, right? So if, if there's a sadness Have to, you seen my now now? There's a, there, there's a sadness. <laughs> Have you to, seen your now now? Yeah, but that's why I'm discovering things okay. like Post Malone. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean like... Really though, like when you're so attached to nostalgia, it there's there's a sense of like I'm looking backwards because looking forward's not so good. Like you you I like to attach nostalgic stuff. I like like I have these playlists that I listen to that are older stuff. But you can't listen to them too much and you can't just listen to them. Otherwise, you become Uncle Rico bro, but, from but, Napoleon Dynamite, 100%. No, it's different because I like I told you this thing will disappear somehow some way from my um my span of 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 uh it it, it will disappear from my atmosphere at some point in time in the next 
six months. Yes, it will. And then I will dig it up six months later. I would be like, hey, where's that record? Same thing with Operation Ivy. Like, this same record. Like, if I'm feeling down, which, you know, that's where we got our theme song from. It's the same thing. Like, uh, I would find this record, and I'd be like, this record always makes me feel good. No matter what, all the time, every time I listen to it, always makes me feel good. But I don't listen to it all the time. So, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to sit there and listen to these, like, you know, an old REM album and go back and listen to yeah. all this stuff. It's just like these records, like I said, the Jesus and Mary Chain record, this certain specific Descendants record, this record, they will pop up in my life at the weirdest times. But I would say this about nostalgia. Dig, man. Let me get really deep on you. You, okay, I listen to these old albums. You listen to these old albums. You like them. But what you like more is how you felt when you heard them yes so it's not just about how that music sounds psycho reggae may be fine their bongos may be great it may be a great album but you were clearly more excited about being able to sneak away to south haven Mm. and be 14 and go see a punk rock show and have that new new feeling because everyone fucking loves new new not only that that day was the day that I saw a bunch of my contemporaries standing around. And these guys were a couple years older, not, not too much older than us. And I thought to myself, well, I could do this. Here's a bunch of people that I know that are all standing here. There's no stage. These guys are on the same floor that we're on. And there's a huge crowd. And these guys are the stars of the show. And I can absolutely do this. And from that and I was like, these guys are playing their own music. They're not playing cover yeah. songs or whatever. How dare you? And so from that minute forward, I was like, I have to start a band, which yeah. I did. Because yeah. of this, because I thought like, oh, you know, you could hear Naked Raygun, Black Flag, all the other stuff I was listening to. And it's like, I don't, most of these guys are already, their bands are already defunct. So what you're, you're excited about them. is the is that new feeling of hope, not well, I'll tell you what, reggae. You're it, excited about, two, two episodes, you're excited about being inspired. You're excited about being excited. Two episodes ago, I told you the most depressing thing in the world to me is the end of Dazed and Confused. Yeah. This is the beginning of Dazed and Confused. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're just getting into high school. This is where it all begins for me. This record, but, uh, but, this but, band. But do you feel like your life is the last 10 minutes of Days and Confused? <laughs> and so you just keep pushing. My life has been keep... the last 10 minutes of Days and Confused for, well, then it, yeah. You just keep pushing rewind to go to the cool parts of Days and Confused again and again. And I'm saying, fuck the last 10 minutes, man. Make a sequel, brother. Start, although I hate sequels, so maybe we'll have a different metaphor. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, when you decided to podcast, that was you going, I'm going to create. I'm gonna this just, is that me was starting living, over again. That was not nostalgia. That was you going, I'm going to create. This is me having that same feeling I had that day again. Yeah, that feeling's saying, good. Yeah, yeah, so this is what this is about. This is me not being able to play because my wife says I'm too loud. She doesn't like to hear the guitar. So at right. 1030 at night when she's asleep under the cover of darkness... I come down here and I talk into a microphone. Because artists got to art, and you're chasing the dragon, and your wife will never understand. That's that's the truth. That's the goddamn truth. <laughs> that's 100% the truth. People that do not feel the urge to create don't understand that. And I think that's why the nostalgia pulls you. And this is a real psychotherapy couch session, but whatever. But I think that's... Dude, that's but Dave it. from Psycho Reggae is in his garage somewhere... In West Lafayette. Dude, he's hitting a three Banging ball. away on some drums yep. to one of the greatest albums that was never heard. Now, what if he really played the crap out of that album? And everyone goes, that sounds pretty dated. 
he would need to make no, a new in one. My and dream, like, Let's not call in it my dream, I share this with enough people. And But your dream needs <laughs> to happen in 2019. But here's the thing. My not, CBD not, oil came in today, so there's a good oh chance God. that we never talk about this again. Should I have never let you float? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, you know probably. what? The problem with opening your mind is now it's way open. I step through the door. There's no going. <laughs> there's no. Yeah. Well, you chase the rabbit. Well, it's funny no because way. a buddy of mine went today You're to float for the first me, time. Dude. And I called him immediately when he was done floating. And I said, well, what happened? And he goes, dude, my brother told me I shouldn't float. And I go, well, why not? And he says, my brother told me that if I float, I can have hallucinations. And I said, absolutely, you can. That's why you do float. Yeah. That's why I floated. Mm. And uh, so we talked about it at length and, and he explained his thing. And I said, see, again, that's a hundred percent different than my experience and it's different than Ben's experience, but it's still not that different. Dude, I came out of the float tank and was crying for like 20 minutes. I know. Yeah. I didn't want to tell him that. No, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Let well, you know. stubbed your toe on the way out. So yeah. No. I, uh, and you got the salt. Somebody rubbed, some somebody rubbed in onions in my eyes. I had a, my second one wasn't like that. My second one, I was like, oh, you're dead inside. You remembered that. <laughs> First one was like, first one was nostalgia ridden. Second one was like, nostalgia's gone. You're a vessel. And well, the other problem was like you're a I'm a meat puppet with nothing inside. I didn't do to him what you did to me by accident or by you know just by the fact that you explained to me what happened because I was interested. You mm. sort of set me up for expectations, so I went in there thinking I have to try to make it like what you had happen. Yeah, and so I think that there, there, right. with him, I was just like I don't want to tell you anything. But when you're done, now I'll tell you how I felt. Yeah, that's probably smart. You know, you like you want to share your experience, but if you guide someone, they'll try to make. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know what to expect at all. Right, so, you really went in blind. I, I sort of go in only for had what time. you had. I swore I was going to do it last week. It's just been a money thing. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know. You know. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I also had another epiphany this week. Uh, above and beyond the fact that I wear bifocals now. And I, I have a hard time sleeping without CBD oil and <laughs> just generally getting old and uh, no interest in getting in shape. No, you seem super uh, mentally healthy to me. The uh, My wife keeps pointing out. My I, wife. I, finally, I finally came to terms with <laughs> the lady I live with was She's explaining to me nice. or she gets super frustrated uh, because I'm complete into the uh, bad dad jokes mode. Wherever we go, every waitress has to deal with my, whether I'm physically touching them <laughs> or I am saying something you that go, they're completely not interested in having said. Go full on Biden. For Just example, well, we went to, we went to, t- and I didn't have my driver's license, but I wanted a beer. You and hate, so hate toots. I convinced the late, the girls like, well, I, I really, I have to have the ID. It's a state law. It is what it is. And like, look at my goatee. Go, Do you see any white hair? hair you know? yeah. So she's like, I really shouldn't or what, you know, but I had another form of ID that I showed her and she's like, all right, well, cool. You know, I obviously yeah. know and whatever. And Lively. the minute, the minute she brought me a beer, I grabbed her hand and I said, all right, everybody swarm. Let's go. Take her down. And she was like, uh, I'm not even you. kidding you. She is petrified, like well, looking around. Her. And I was like, yeah, I go, you know, I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know what? You made the worst mistake you ever made today. Yeah. You know, now you're going to be, you're out of a job. And this group, and I was like, I'm just kidding. And then she's like, oh my God, you totally had me. I was totally freaked out. And I go, no, I wasn't kidding. You're actually, you're under arrest. And so this went back and forth three or four times. Why and my wife keep, was just like, why, what is wrong with you? That's not a dad joke. What are you doing? Like, why are you going back and forth? 
Oh, uh, because I think uh, it's humorous to be uh, just like an, like I said, this <laughs> is a, this is like an eighteen-year-old girl who's just like I have better things to do than right. this. Yeah. So if everybody at the table has better things to do and the waitress has better things to do, yeah, you're I the don't only know. one without anything better. to do. I don't do. know, man, because I'm compelled. <laughs> I think it's I think they're going to be amused by it, but I realize there's such an age gap, and I I still feel like I'm. 20 years old. Well, let me just say old. this. It's okay to make jokes just for you sometimes. Well, I do it all the time. I do shit that I go, I know nobody understands that, but it's I, for me. I had one the other day where a lady came up between me and the lady I lived with, and we were eating breakfast, and at the end of the meal, she put the check between us. She stood the check up between us in the book. And I stopped her. I said, excuse me, can I ask you a question? And she goes, yeah, what's up? And I go, why did you put this check between us? Normally, the waitress gives the check to the man. And she goes, well... Uh, because you know, now in this day and age, it's, you never know who's going to pay. So I don't want to wow. be presumptuous. So I put it in the middle and I said, well, that's a, that's a good idea. Uh, because I, I'm not actually wearing a wedding ring and I can't have my wife find out about this. So I need this lady to pay. Can't be okay. on my credit card. Yeah. And again, the lady was like, yeah, the first part of your question seemed like it was completely earnest and that you wanted to know why I did it. Yeah. And now you're just an asshole. So either pay the check or don't pay right. the check or have her pay the check, whatever you got to do. Let's move on yeah. down the line. She's like, if you guys are having an affair, whoever's paying for this bill is the least of my concerns. <laughs> right. But I can't stop myself, uh, okay. even with the CBD. This is something that my wife- My wife. Just, look, just pay cash. Everybody's happy. This is Everybody's something that I feel every old- I don't want to say Jew because I think it's every old dude, okay. but goes through this Jew thing where you have you to can like- say, I can't say Jew. You, you have Jew. to- like constantly involve everyone else in your Michigas, Ben. No, I do. Well, I'm not sure what Michigas is, but I do a bit of that myself. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do Don't what... you like to see a young girl smile? Um, Without being creepy or if, if I mean, I without being super it. creepy? I don't know how to do it without being super creepy. But I, I would like the back and forth, the, the tug of war thing, I probably would not do. But, but I certainly grew up watching my dad make pseudo inappropriate jokes and just being like, that's just, I mean... If, if 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 my my dad taught me a lesson is if it makes you laugh, fuck everybody else. Do it anyway. Well, the last one I'll tell you about is I I actually took my glasses off before the waitress came to the table and I put the, I hung them I hung them from my collar, and then she said, "Would you like to have a drink?" And I said, "Could I have the beer menu?" And she handed me the beer menu and I did the thing where I was like half blind reaching for it. Okay. And then I grabbed it and I said, "Sorry, I don't have my glasses." When I clearly had glasses hanging from my shirt. Now my son and my the lady I live with saw that I was wearing these glasses and they're looking, they're going, really? Where's this going? Yeah. And then I held the thing far away and I pulled it up close. And I held it away and I held it close. Uh-huh. And she, my, the lady I live with ordered. <laughs> and then I went to order and uh, she nice. turned to me and she was waiting. And I said, yeah, uh-huh. I still can't read it because unfortunately I left home and we were in such a hurry because the lady I live with needed to have pizza that I, I forgot my glasses. Okay. And inst- because I, I and I kept on bringing it up, hopefully she would say like, what? "They're on your shirt. You have them. They're with you." But is that the payoff? Yeah, for she'll me go it with. Was. There they are. I wanted her to be like, "Sir, you have your glasses." You ever think on maybe it. it's your material? It could be. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying like rusty. you don't have some zingers, but like, you I think know what everything I mean? starts if you're swinging from at a every small pitch, ember. If you're swinging at every pitch and, and wondering, asking me why you're not getting a bunch of home runs. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you, it's because you're swinging it. Every well, putting pitch. my hands on people probably doesn't help either. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, grabbing them by the wrist and like like tonguing their ear as you tell them little jokes or whatever. I 
I, I guess making my wife uncomfortable. Who? <laughs> no, no, please go ahead. Uh, making my family feel uncomfortable <laughs> makes makes me uh, <laughs> it, it makes me laugh. Yeah. And making other people feel uncomfortable makes me laugh too. But I think yeah. that most people are just like, let's just not do that at all. But I honestly, I would just say like maybe some of your material is not just a list. Be- but because <laughs> because. Here's why I say that because like I okay, I, mean, Shecky I, Green. I <laughs> yeah, I got some good stuff for you. But I always mess with all the help as well. See, I do it too. I don't call I mean? him the help. I mean, I think that's a little bit. No, I I the hired. It's a little man. bit white purple. I my manservant. I make him laugh. Uh, no, I do that too. You can't just okay. There's there's people that beat their women, <laughs> and there's people that don't beat their women. And they're strictly in one camp or the other. So if people go like, look, normally he doesn't hit me, but he had a few beers, so he dotted my eye once. I go, okay, that's a guy that hits women. Mm-hmm. And there's people that go like, he was super drunk, and he just passed out on the couch, and he talked a bunch of shit to me. Like, you either are or you're not, right? Yes. Oh, shit, I had a point at the beginning of this. <laughs> I lost my point. My point, I, I oh, oh. There's, there's because there's people that try to make everyone laugh, right? And try to mess with the hired help or the manservant or whatever you have, um, and then there's people that don't care and just want their food, hmm. like so I could tell you like, hey, change your material. I could say I could say like, try this. Don't do it every time, but you're the kind of person that likes to mess with the help, right? Or the waiter, you right. know. I am that kind of person as well. So, uh. That's just how you're wired, and you're going to keep doing it. So I, I think that we need. It's to just focus. getting worse because my yeah. as my glasses slip further down my nose, I feel it's a little more acceptable because people just and, and yeah, you know, but my new long, balances. But too, but how long before you're making the George cargo Bush, shorts? What was the what was the joke that George Bush Senior would make where he'd go like, "Is that a fly in my soup?" Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. But he would go, "Oh, he'd go like, who's your favorite magician?" David Copperfield and he would grab them and say Copperfield and grab their. He did that. Yeah, he grabbed their ass for titties. He was like, "Who did this?" Uh, George Bush Senior. I mean, God rest his soul, dude. Look it up. They said that one of his favorite jokes was to say like something about him. I don't know who's your favorite magician. Something to that to that setup. He would say David Copperfield and he would grab him. He would grab him by the cheek. I, and it's I mean, wildly inappropriate. I and don't I'm know about this. Is Ben saying this? Yeah, that's what George Bush did for sure. For sure. So <laughs> what I'm saying is like that's where you're if, – if no one impedes your progress, that's where you're going to end up. So I'm <laughs> saying like maybe maybe bounce your material off your wife. And if she goes, that's kind of funny, you'd be like, I'm going to try this. Well, we'll see if that works I out I hate for to me. say that because yeah. that doesn't seem like a great idea either. But bounce it off your kid. <laughs> okay. Like Logan will get it. He'll be like, ah, it's good or not. You know what I mean? Like, uh, He's pretty much at that – well, now I this is how I know I'm at that – stage because he just rolls his eyes at everything I say no matter what at this point like it was not like that six months ago but now we're there I, I feel weird even giving you advice because in seven years I'll be having the same stories the last thing I want to like, talk so about so I grabbed here, the waitress right by the right titty and I was like rumpa dump dump she didn't care for it and I was like what's your problem what are you uptight well, <laughs> you came into my house today and you yeah. walked right past me and you went into the fridge and you got a beer. And as you came out, you said you started looking and I was like, was he looking at my living room? Because I have no new furniture. Oh, like, what's yeah. this guy? And you just kept on looking. You go, is that yeah. is it, what? Hey. And then you pointed out the fact that I have an earring in yep. one single black fake 
gemstone earring. Super masculine. In my left ear, because left is right and right is wrong. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. No. That's how I remember. It means you that. love chicks when you're on your left ear. So, uh... Love them. <laughs> then I asked you if you ever had an earring, and you said, well, no, I never had an earring, but I had oh, yeah. a piercing in the bottom of... Where and now? Where was this? I look. This is just another piece of the onion because this is cle- when you yeah. say in Hessville you were at a place where they were listening to Kid Rock, Kid Rock corn and corn. Yep. I go well. Where where is the septum piercing or the, what do they call that thing? For, 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 oh gosh, it is no septum's the nose. Yeah, no, it, this one is under your lip. A labray. Uh, okay, labray. Like yeah, labray tarpets. Yeah, labray. I think it's called labray. I had a labray. You had is, to ask for it, didn't you? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, it was like above your chin and, and below your lip, that little spot. Yeah. I had a stud, like that a little point. Definitely like, doesn't say I love chicks. I had like an type thing. No, it said like, look at this LeBray, like uh, like you want me to service That you. just goes, I Demoed. fell a little short of having enough money to get an, a Hatchet Man tattoo. Whoa. So I'll go with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to make hay while the sun shines when you have Dola. So I had that. When I worked at KFC in Hessville, which is still there, by the way. You didn't have to put a Band-Aid over your lip? No. I, well, I think I got the, I think I got the break after that. When I worked at KFC, I wanted an earring, mm. but I didn't. Here's the thing. It wasn't like, hey, can you come up with 20 bucks to get your ear pierced at, like, the mall? It was like, that wasn't an option. It was just like, you don't have any dollars. Yeah, but I pushed mine through. I yeah, didn't well, here's the, the thing. It was like, you don't have any dollars. You're not going to go anywhere to get anything. So my my older brother-in-law, my sister's husband, uh, Mike, again, God rest his soul, told me he did it when he was a kid. He put a potato behind his ear. Mm-hmm. I don't something to do with the pressure yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't. So I iced my ear up and I put a potato and I stuck a safety pin through my ear. Mm-hmm. And I wore that safety pin for a day and a half. And uh, when I went to KFC, they were, I put a Band-Aid over, and they're like, yeah, even the Band-Aid, though. Just they're looks, like, there's green pus coming out of your ear. Yeah, they're like, you're oozing. It looks crazy. And they're like, the only thing that's grosser than our food is your left ear. <laughs> so I took the ear out. So I had a labray, and I also had my eyebrow done. That doesn't surprise me. I shouldn't. At this point, it should You not. had a labray, a beret, and your eyelid. I just want to keep track of all all these things. Yeah. Okay. And I parked at a valet. I had an eyebrow and a labray. I don't know if I had them at the same time. But dude, this was like this was like new metal heyday. This yeah. is like corn limp biscuits. And you like, with umlauts. Yeah, and you uh hyphen. You with umlauts. Everything was like dude, it was all about like cam, you, camel pants, piercings. Clue us in here. Yeah, yeah, all the for the listeners who didn't grow up in Hessville. <laughs> what is new metal? Both what, of you? Give me, give me ten bands that are new metal. Give me five because I don't know. Like, okay, well, it, I hesitate it, to say Deftones because they transcended the, it, but we'll just start there. We'll say Deftones, Corn, Limp Biscuit, uh, Stained, <clears throat> Cold Chamber. How about uh, Booble Dobble Deeble Dow? Uh, System of a Down, maybe at the time. So, so what what does new metal mean? What is, how 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 does a band get classified? Uh, disturbed. Oh boy, you're going for this. Yeah, and you will not be stopped. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't have to keep going. I don't have to keep going. But but it was shit like that. Uh, new metal was a lot of drop D guitar tones. Uh, it was a perfect circle. No, no, that doesn't qualify. No, no sir. No tool. Sir. No sir. No. Sir. What is so okay? So where, where where is the breakdown? New metal to me, in my opinion. 
if you want to get nerdy, it's a lot of piccolo sla- snare and it's a lot of seven string drop D guitar, but actually oh, it goes to fucking drop B, but uh or C, whatever it is. Um, it's a lot of okay. Guitar solos are out, and instead of that, it's a lot of repetitive, chunky, low. It's a lot of low, um, low tones. It's it's a lot of emotion based, like angry. Take stuff out on your parents, like Holden Caulfield put upon the world stuff. Marilyn Manson, in that I don't think he's no. new metal. He's close. But what about the one, uh, the guy who just committed suicide? Did I say Static X already? I don't know what that is. Okay, but, Static okay. X. The, the one, but there was uh, maybe ah, Sepultura after after a while. What was the, the name of the band with the guy that that just orgy com- was new metal? He just committed suicide, like within the last year. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. I hate that. That's the way. But they was... they hung around. Right. And they kind of got out of it a little bit. See, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, would yeah. Consider like I guess that industrial edge to it too, where you have like a crossover with like a lot of um, uh, like record little scratching or like a, l- yeah. a little bit of that. But new metal was here's what new metal was. It was build up the emotion, say something over and over and over and over. When the chorus comes. Then you scream and everybody goes crazy, and then the verse comes and everybody gets quiet and you repeat something, and then the ver- and the chorus comes and you scream, and that's how you get dumb and confused. You're in the mosh pit, and you walk around, you take a breath, chorus right. comes. It's not like punk rock, kind of steady the whole right. time. Da 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 da. New metal was more of like slow, build up the emotion, build up the emotion, attack. Slow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's new metal. It's it's dude. It was new metal was invented. I'm convinced for poor white people. So you're talking to like the government, like how they have these conspiracies yeah. about how they, like, you the know government how they gave, put they drugs gave... into certain communities. Yes. They put new metal into white trash communities. They did crack cocaine to disturb the African American community. They gave <laughs> us corn and, and limp biscuit to disturb the white poverty. Yeah. White. So when tornadoes weren't knocking down trailer parks, new yes, metal was there. Yes. They were like in the absence of anything in... in Oklahoma that's left standing. You bring Jonathan Davis in there, and you get him fucking going, boy. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. So when that and that's when you saw like the state fairs going from selling those cocaine mirrors and roach clips to giant chain wallets. Yep, yep. You know, and yeah. and people that wore socks up to their knees, and then shorts that went like you know what I mean. They pulled the socks, the tube yeah. socks all the way up. Is yeah, that, new metal was just a lot or of the like, Janko cargo pants, pants were huge, like big, but not cargo. regular like Janko pants, like ones that like. Well, those bloused over your shoes. Yeah, but that that then you start bleeding into goth a little bit too, and also and also uh, industrial, industrial because like the front two four two, and uh, skinny so puppy. New metal specifically was a lot of jerseys, a lot of big camo pants. Would you uh, say Fred Durst or Jonathan Davis? Those are like the the founding fathers of new metal. If you had to build a Mount Rushmore of white trash on my Mount Rushmore of white, well, Kid Rock who won there, but he's not new metal, <laughs> but he would just go because he belongs right. there. But if I had a new metal Mount Rushmore, it would be Corn, Limp Biscuit. I think Mount stained, Bad Mustache More. I think Stained. Boy, oh boy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to go back. And... Well, if we I think need to defer to our new metal I think Chester Bennington goes up there. Okay, that's the guy. Although name. I respect that dude. Like, hey, dude's got pipes. You're man. supposed to say rest in power. Rest in power. He's got pipes. Well, Had pipes. Either way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope everybody learned a lot. I don't Learned know. a lot about me. Learned a lot about <laughs> what made me me. What mm. Learned a lot about new metal and review. There's a lot of uh, uh, 
Let me just flip it another way. I hope there's a lot of things we talked about that you also can relate to and that you've done as well. Of course there is. That's what makes this great. Of course there is. Of course there is. That is episode 214 of the Hammerman Podcast. We will see you next time. Later. Later.